Welcome to Sava FC. Your hosts, Antonio Scarano and Anthony Valenti. Yo, 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 what is up? This is Antonio from Sava FC, and as always, I'm here with... Anthony, what's going on, everybody? So, we got a special episode for you guys today. Obviously, you know, I'm a uh, Napoli fan. Anthony over there is a AC Milan fan. And Ant, who's playing this weekend? AC Milan versus Napoli. Can't wait. I am counting down the minutes. All I'm saying is, for in order for your prediction to come th- true, Napoli has to win this match. I hope you understand that. Oh, absolutely. It's going to be the battle of who's got the deeper bench, who's not hurt. And I think both teams have about six or seven injuries, major injuries. So it might end up in a boring draw, but we'll see. I I don't know about the draw, but you are right in the fact that both AC Milan and Napoli are hurting right now. Big time. They are two teams that have been dealing with injuries throughout the season here and there. But it seems like at the point where they needed a full healthy squad, they caught the injury bugs the worst. You got to remember, what was it, just a few weeks ago, AC Milan and Napoli were competing right there for first and second. Right. Now, don't get me wrong, AC Milan still in second. They're doing a good job. Ibra back on fire. However, Napoli has slid to for, uh, fourth. Inter has regained first spot, you know, as for that- now. But as last year's defending champions, they're right. in first. Right. So it's interesting to see the difference in play out of these three teams when healthy and not healthy. Right. And the one thing we haven't seen yet is Inter go through any injury problems the way Milan and Napoli. Uh, have. I don't think they've had any major injury problems. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to find a list that they have a player on, and I can't find one. You know, teams like Napoli, Milan. Juventus is injury-ridden, too. Yeah. So, it was actually interesting if... I don't know if you saw it, but about a few weeks ago, there was an interview that uh, Ibrahimovic came out with, right? Because we know he's been dealing with injury issues this season, right? Right. So, they installed a new pitch at Milanello, their training grounds. Right. And it was before the Lazio game, I want to say. Ibra felt something pull in his heel. Oh, And he said, oh, you know, it's just the new pitch. I got to get used to it. It is what it is. And then that same training session, Bakayoko comes off. He was hurt. And Ibra goes up to him and he goes, what is it? And he goes, yeah, I just felt something pull in my heel. So Ibra said publicly, he goes, I think it's the new pitch that they installed at Milanello. That's the reason for all our injuries. It could be true. That that's what he's true. attributing it to. He goes, you know, somebody my age now at all times, we need like a physical therapist working with us to make sure we stay in shape. We're fully healthy. And he goes, ever since this new pitch was installed, I find myself working with my physical therapist more and more than I ever have. Right. Could also be that he's just getting old, but I don't think he's going to admit that one. Probably not. So, you know, it, it's exciting this weekend. Because also, my sons, one's an AC Milan fan, the other's a Napoli fan, and they've been crap-talking each other since Sunday night, and it's pretty fun to watch. I was here the other day, and it was hysterical. Your oldest was saying to the youngest, 
oh, Napoli lost, so now they're in fifth, sixth place. And the youngest right away was like, you're wrong. You don't know what you're talking about. They're in fourth. And after we beat you, I think he said they were going to be in second, which mathematically, is that possible? It might be. I believe it is. Yes, because Milan is at 39 and Napoli is at 36 in fourth. So in order for that to happen, we have to hope Adelanta loses, which that's another team on a really good streak right now. Who are they playing? Adelanta this week is playing Roma. So I'm hoping that Roma will be able to pull it off against them because we need Adelanta to drop some points. Right. Both as a Napoli fan and you as an AC Milan fan. However, I believe our goals for, yeah, our goal differential is 21 at Napoli, 17 at AC Milan. So if we do beat you... We do go you, ahead. You take, yeah, you take the lead. We go ahead. So you know, history has it they've played twenty nine times, and Napoli's uh, they've got the they, they they're edging them out on the on the wins uh, category there. That they are. But unfortunately for us, there's so many injuries. I don't think this game could live up to the potential. If both teams were healthy, I think it would be back and forth. As much of an AC Milan fan I am, I think if Napoli was healthy. AC Milan, I don't think, really would stand too much of a chance. I think no team in City uh, stands a chance with Napoli's all healed up and firing all cylinders. You're not giving enough credit, though, to Spalletti and Pioli. Yes, both teams are hurting right now, okay? I would like to argue that maybe Napoli is hurting more oh, for sure. than AC Milan is. For sure. However, you have two coaches in Pioli and Spalletti that can adjust no right. matter what the situation is, what the circumstance is. And these guys, they're planning for each other more than anyone can imagine. And we're going to get a show when they play each other this weekend. That's just the way it's going to go. I think Ibrahimovic is going to have the game of the season for, for him. Coming off this three quarters of bicycle kick or whatever you want, whatever they're calling it, overhead kick uh, to the left side angled kick. I think he's going to have a, a fantastic game if he doesn't get injured between now and Sunday. I'm going to have to disagree with you there, though, because fun stat, Ibrahimovic this season hasn't scored in games consecutively. So usually when he scores, he doesn't score in the next one. Well, things have to change, I guess. Uh, I don't know if they're going to change because that stat's been pretty strong all season. I think Messias is going to have a good game. He's been He's been playing really well. Messi, I listen. Messias was that player that you guys brought in for death, right? But and and he, he he's he's out there and he is taking advantage of whatever minutes he is given, and he's 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 playing his butt off. My issue is I don't know if I see him starting. Who's he uh, going to start over? Well, Giroud is still hurt. Giroud. So yeah, I mean, if you want to look at Milan's injuries, Kyer's out. Yep, he's done for the rest of the year. You have Rebic who they're projecting to come back in January. Calabria, we don't know when he'll be back. Uh, Giroud is still out. And then you got Rafael Leao, who they're saying might be back in time for the Napoli game, not as a starter, but at least he'll be available off the bench. Off the bench. And then, you know... But that's still being... And, and that's the, those are the guys that are on the list. Then you have the other guys that are dealing with some injuries that are still playing. You know, so, and that's the same thing with Napoli too. Yeah, but that's, listen, if you are a professional athlete, professional soccer player, 
you're always going to have those right. nagging injuries. That's just part of the gig. For sure. That when you made it, you knew that was a part of it. We're talking about guys whose injuries will not allow them to play. That's who you know you got on Milan's side. If you look at Napoli, I mean, we have Oshiman still out. No idea when he's coming back. Koulibaly, they're projecting, what, early January for his return? Right. Fabian Ruiz got hurt, so he's still out. Lobotka, the guy started off the season so damn well, and now he's nowhere to be found. Still hurt again. Like, he'll play a game, go out for six. Zielinski was dealing with bronchitis. However, reports came out today that he actually joined part of the group session. So it sounds promising that Zielinski might play. And then Mario Rui's dealing with heavy muscle fatigue. So they were saying there's a chance that Mario Rui might not play against AC Milan. Really? But that would hurt Napoli's chances yeah. against AC I mean, Milan who, greatly. Who are you going to put in his place? I mean, I know Gulam is healthy, but we haven't seen anything of him yet this season. You have Malkuit, who could play on the yeah. right side, and you move Di Lorenzo to the left. There's a few different R- things that you could do. Rachmani. You could try going. I don't think Romani would play outside. You could try playing with three center backs, but that just doesn't seem like the Spalletti style. Right. So you have to stick probably between Di Lorenzo, Malkuit, and Gulam. Those are going to be the three guys you would see outside if Rui can't play. Who's going to play up top for you guys? Mertens. Ever since all she men got out, I mean, Mertens is the guy. You have uh, Elmas, who has also been playing up top, because obviously we've had uh, some issues with Lozano, Politano, and Insigne. Although they're always playing, obviously, like you said before, they're playing through some nagging injuries. So Elmas has stepped up. He's looked good. And let's not forget the last game, even though Napoli lost uh, Unas. No, Unas, that's right. Unas was playing that center attacking mid role and he played it great. He looked good out there. You know, Napoli lost that game. I believe it was to Empoli, right? Empoli, yeah. yeah. Remember, nobody cares about Empoli. Yeah, and Empoli's now fighting for Europa what, League. What are they in sixth place? Seventh place? Sixth, seventh place. I think they're in seventh, but they go from seven, second division last year to being in a position to qualify for Europa League by winter's end. That's incredible. That is. But as I was saying, Napoli played well against Empoli. We just got unlucky that the ball didn't go in. How many uh, shots went off the, the wood? Like three or four, right? I'm trying to think. Pedanias went off. Mertens's went off. Unas's. So there's... No, Elmas. So there's three right there. And I think there was a fourth. You are correct. So we had one off uh, the crossbar, two or three off the post. So that game's going on and we're at, we're at futsal. And every 10 minutes, Mateo's running over. What's the score? What's the score? He's, you know, making me check. He's so obsessed. It's not even funny. That's awesome. He's so obsessed. I mean, listen, that's where it starts with these young kids. You got to be a fan of a team in order to love the sport. That's how it was for you and I growing up. And then that, that same, uh, that same day, they got to start watching the game earlier. And we had one one of his teammates right here. And he's a huge Napoli fan too. His His family's from Napoli. And, One's 10, the other's 9, and they literally look like two old men in front of the TV yelling at the screen every time there was a mistake made. It was hilarious. Right, and that that game was uh, hard to watch, even as an older fan, so I can only imagine what they were feeling in the moment. 
you know, so up top. Mertens goes up top. I've seen uh, Patania playing up there a little bit. Patania comes in as a sub. But what what can he do against guys that Milan has back there? What do you mean? I mean, Milan is without Kaier. They got Romagnoli still. Okay, they got, Romagnoli. They, they, who, they Romagnoli, who was made obsolete before the Kaier injury. Who was? Where was Romagnoli all season before Kaier? He got was hurt. hurt. Stop. Romagnoli hasn't started for AC Milan in a matter of months. Oh, I think he started last week. Because or the week before, because Kyers hurt. Okay, thank you. Let's not play this game. But Rom- uh, don't forget about Tomori. Okay, who also Florenzi. But Tomori, Florenzi's not a center back. I'm not worried about him. But even Tomori wasn't Tomori banged up for a little while. Yeah, but he's good now. He's good now. But what I'm saying is, Petania is a big physical body that coming in at the 70th minute. Okay, oh, yeah, he's gonna just like he did against Temple. He's going to beat up a tired uh, defender. Yeah, right. yeah, I get it. Turn yeah. and shoot. Listen, that's just his game. I'm going to win the ball in the box, and then I'm going to look to either distribute it or take the shot myself. And he got unlucky. He hit that post. If he didn't hit that post, he would have had the game winning goal for right. us or game tying, as we know what happened. But you can't. Petania's not a starter, especially not against AC Milan for this Napoli team. But coming in as a sub in the 60, 70th minute, he's going to cause you guys some problems. All right, your defense isn't going to be able to keep up with the speed of Insigne, Lozano, Politano, Unas. Who's going to mark him? You know they're going to make Romagnoli look silly once they start attacking at him directly. Tomodi's going to hold his own. I'm not denying that. But Romagnoli is going to look silly trying to defend these guys out of the game. We'll see. There's no we'll see. What do you think? Tell me. I honest, Honestly, I think it's it's going to be a hard-fought game on both sides. I think that finding the back of the net is going to be tough for both teams. Well, Napoli has not been in good form as of late, defensively. And obviously, that has to do with the injury of Koulibaly. Right. Manolas is somewhere in Greece, nowhere to be found on our Napoli side. Is so, that right? Yeah, he actually just went back to Greece, what was it, like a week ago or something like that. For what? I couldn't... Uh, what do I know? I'm not his agent. Well, La Finanza stopped him. They actually had to call Napoli's club to make sure he was clear to leave. Napoli was like, yeah, no, we gave him the okay. He could go. Oh, wow. Yeah, so... Manolas is nowhere to be found. We've had Jesus... Juan Jesus filling in at center back. That's been a a crap show. Ramani is a bright spot back there. Ramani has really stepped up this season and doing well for Napoli. So I'm glad to see that. But Ospina seems to be getting bombarded. And he can't make all the saves. No, he can't. You're right. And I'm I'm looking at Napoli's midfield right now. And they can't, they can't, with the injuries that you, they have, well, Anguisa just came back last game, so we're hopeful that Anguisa will be healthy enough to start against AC Milan, because you know Anguisa is a game changer. Oh, he's good. But Fabian Ruiz is hurt. Okay. Zielinski's hurt. Zielinski went back with the group today. Today. So I'm not too concerned. Zielinski will be there. And then you're telling me with Anguisa, Zielinski, and you throw in an Elmas or an Unas, you're concerned about the midfield right there? I mean, compared to AC Milan's midfield? Who's, who's your midfield? Let's hear this. We've got Benassar with ten, ten, uh, Tenali. Diaz is hurt. Bakayoko hasn't done anything. Bakayoko used to play for us, and we let him go. You know, fun fact, every year he's on a different team. He's he's on loan from Chelsea, and he's never played for Chelsea, not one game. Yeah, because they don't need him, but they thought it was a smart investment at the time. Listen, I liked what Bakayoko did for us at Napoli, but 
look at what Anguisa is doing, and that's what Bakayoko should have been. Right. That's the issue. He never right. lived up to his expectations. We got Salamakers, Cassie. I like Milan's midfield. However, I wouldn't say that they are that much better than Napoli's. Where this game is going to be won or lost is with the forwards. Because I think our defenses are both going to be susceptible to getting scored on. It all depends on the type of game that Mertens, Ibrahimovic, Leal, if he gets his chance in, Salamakers, right? right? If he gets up on the wing, um, Politano, Lozano. depends on the game that those guys are going to have. I've lost hope in Insigne. Insigne looks lost out on the pitch, I mean, I so I'm not even throwing him in there. I don't think he looks lost in the fact of he just doesn't know what he's doing. I think there's a lot behind of what he's doing because of the contract and all that other stuff that's going on in the back end. Is it worth for him to go out there and get a devastating injury and then lose out on the money that he's deserved next season from another team? I don't know. Do you not think that this might be hurting his value? No. You don't think that a 30-year-old player who is not performing this season, it's definitely hurting you his don't value. You think he'll be gone in January? No, I don't think he will be. And my issue is, it's not with what we're going to get for him. But by not playing well, it's the money that another team is going to give you. You're already in your 30s. You're on the wrong end of your career at this point. Unless you're Ronaldo, Ibrahimovic, uh, Messi, okay? Those guys seem to defy the laws of aging. Right. There's a, a rumor out there that a former coach from Juventus is going to be taken over in, in the Premier League. And the rumor has it that he's going to start scooping up players from Serie A and bring them over there. Who? Pirlo. Where? Everton. Get out. Yep. When did that news come out? Uh, last week. I refuse to believe it. Yeah. And Insigne won't go play there. He won't go play for you don't Everton. Think so? No. Insigne, if he were to leave, I see him going to La Liga. AC Milan. Insigne's not going. Mark my words. He's not going to any other Italian club. If he leaves, he's leaving for either Spain, France, or the Premier League. Well, he can't go to France. There's already too many uh, left wingers on PSG. He doesn't need to go to PSG. Where's he going to go? He go anywhere else that'll give him the money because at this point, that seems like that's all he's after. But I don't see him, because of what Napoli means to him, I don't see Insigne leaving, going to play for another Italian club. I guess that we'll, we'll, we'll find out pretty soon. But I'm looking at, I'm looking at the uh, possible lineup for AC Milan. And if I was Paoli, I would really throw a wrench in, in Napoli's wheel. I would start Maldini up top and just have him run around and cause havoc in that final third. 20 years old. With no shortage of energy. And then you bring in the Lion and have him finish off Napoli. Did you shut off your PlayStation yet? Nope. It's not, it's not on. This is why they get paid the big bucks, Ant. Maldini is a midfielder, all right? His passing is there. Yeah, he scored one goal for AC Milan. This guy cannot be the striker that AC Milan needs at the moment. You can't throw Maldini up there. It's not even his position. That's what they got him. They got him listed as a, as a striker. He's a midfielder. 
Well, anytime Milan has deployed him and they used put him, him in the middle to, to to alleviate some of that, you know, the tired midfielders back there. But he is he is a forward. I don't see it. He's still young though. He's only twenty years old. He's got a lot lot to learn. But listen, you look at somebody the same age as him as like Vlaovic, all right? Who AC Milan, Inter, and Juventus are all tied to into this winter transfer market. There's rumors about Vlaovic going to one of those teams. Right. They're the same age. He's they're not. He's not going anywhere. Vlaovic is leaving. Not not in January. I yes, think, he is. You think so? Yeah. I thought there was a, a Fiorentina flat out said that they want to get rid of him. When did they say that? Two days ago, I read that they weren't going to let him leave until June. What? Yeah, him and the other kid that's up, that that plays at Fiorentina. We're getting conflicting reports then because I just read that they'd rather sell him so that they can get make sure before any injuries or anything like that they can get the money that he's worth. Hmm. Yeah, what I read was that that they were still they still have the uh, thought process of possibly making it in the top five, and they're going to hold on to him and the other kid until June. For me, I hope because I have Laovic on my Fanta team. So I would love nothing more than Vlaovic to stay at Fiorentina Although, because I think the system works great for him. He would he would be successful at Milan too. I think Vlaovic will be successful anywhere that he goes. To be quite honest, he's just that type of striker. You know, we all rave about Holland, love Holland, but I think Vlaovic shown what he could do with a weaker side. Holland has always at least had some supporting right. cast around him. Right. Vlaovic, yeah, see what he's done with the weaker side. Imagine if he goes to a team that's a little stronger. Right, he'd be a. Unstoppable. That could cater some type of play to him. I mean, like, look at Oshiman, okay? Oshiman last year, injury-ridden, What it uh, is what it is. But then this year at Napoli, okay, we're going to start to play a style that gets Oshiman more involved. And Oshiman was looking like the best striker of Serie A up until his injury. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure I called that, too, in the preseason. You did. You were high on Oshiman when then, I was not. You know, he got he got that huge injury, to, got the elbow to the face. So what are they saying? He's coming back, what, mid-January, they're saying? They don't know that. There's no date yet. Uh, my personal opinion, I think they're going to hold him out. Until after the uh, cup. Right. I think what's going to happen is as soon as the cup starts, they're going to say he's not eligible, and then somehow, uh, you know, Oshiman miraculously recovers, and he could play for Napoli while missing out on the African Cup. That's just my opinion. That sounds uh, like something that they would do over there. Yeah. But look, we're talking so much about these players that make an impact. Let's look at the recent form. Of these two teams. Okay. So if we go back about a month. Yep. We're looking. Napoli had a tough draw ahead of them. Okay. We know that. They started out with playing Verona. And they tied that game 1-1. Which honestly that tie was even there. Verona is a good team. They're playing well. And Napoli has always struggled against Verona. For whatever reason. Since they've come back up to Serie A. So I understand that tie. We were hoping to get some points out of the Inter game. We really could have used them. That game ended 3-2. to two. Good game. Unlucky that we lost. Right. As a matter but, of fact, there was a, it was a goal that was taken away because of offsides. Yes. Just barely offsides. But Inter is a good team. They're number one right now for a reason. Right. Because so we they're proved, healthy. So even though we lost, though, we proved that we can hang around with them. Right. Okay. Hang around with them being decimated at injuries as well. We weren't as decimated yet at that point. I believe Kulibaly against... wasn't playing. Yeah, he was. Was he? Yes, he was. Sure. Yes. And if I remember correctly, I believe the Inted game is the one where Oshiman got hurt. Yes, it was. Anthony, I know for a fact Kulibaly was playing because I have the lineups right in front of me. We went into Inted, okay? 
with Mario Rui, Kulibari, Ramani, Di Lorenzo on defense, Rui Sanguisa at CDM, Zielinski is our center attacking mid, Insigne and Lozano on the wings, and Oshimen up top. We had a full squad against Inter. We got unlucky that Oshimen got hurt. When was that game? Oh, that, that was game, back in mid-November. Mid-November. Yeah, I said we were oh, going to go okay. about a month back. Then the Fool's Gold came. All right, remember Oshiman got hurt. We actually talked about on one of our podcasts about Merten stepping in, and I said he couldn't do it. You said he could. We go to play Lazio. We beat Lazio 4-0. Right. So at this point, it makes you think, okay, Napoli can actually do this. Then to play damn Sassuolo, dude. I swear to God, I think Sassuolo is like on Juve's payroll. Anytime Napoli's doing anything good, Sassuolo <laughs> seems to end our streak. It's freaking ridiculous. But we ended up tying Sassuolo 2-2, two to two, and we got lucky there, too, because that game almost ended 3-2 to two for Sassuolo. Right. There was a goal that got taken back right. because of offsides, but Sassuolo was that close to putting the nail in the coffin. We get out of there with one point. We go to play Atalanta. Same thing. We lost 3-2, to two, okay? At this point, our injuries were picking up like crazy. Yeah, guys, were they were just getting falling on the ground, you know, Right. We didn't have Insigne that game. All right. We played basically with Elmas as a winger. Merten scored. Zielinski scored. Lobotka was in the midfield for us. Nice to see him make a return for a little bit and then leave for another year. Um, So remember how before I was talking about a three-man defense, if we had to make adjustments? That's what they did for that game. Di Lorenzo, Ramani, and Juan Jesus were playing defense, just the three of them. Listen... Spalletti has to get creative he, and with you know, what he has. And he, and he does has. get creative, especially against Leicester City. Right. Plays a 4-2-3-1 a four, a four, with Patania starting at top. Right. But again, I'm not looking at those Europa no. League games because I'm not looking at them right, because right. it's not the same as Serie A. It's not the same. But if you look at how creative he gets, I mean, that, that was pretty. They pulled that one off 3-2. I think it should have been 4-2. Right. But again, Leicester City... Coming from England, different play style. I mean, it's just... And even though we went with a 4-2-3-1, again, Unas in the middle seemed to work. Elmas has been playing very well as of late. Deme played for us that game, who's also been battling injuries consistently all season. Mertens coming in as a bent, as a super sub. That works, all right? Manolas finally made an appearance that game. We, we weren't as hurt as we currently are. Right. That's where I'm going with that. And again, Serie A is just different than, you know, a Europa League qualifier game. And then the last one on December 12th. Same formation. Against Empoli. And we lost one nothing. Different lineup. Uh, almost different. No, it was a 4-2-3-1. No, I'm saying uh, up top was Mertens. Right, because Mertens yeah. is the type of player that you need in order to keep those other defenses honest. You don't yeah. want them pushing up on you. So you know that Mertens is going to burn them with speed, which forces them to be a little bit more reserved, play a little bit further back. Right, and you know, the one player we forgot to talk about from Napoli is Lozano. Uh, we mentioned him a couple Did times we? already. I yeah. haven't mentioned him. He's I, I like him. Listen, but Lozano's another one. Lozano seems to be getting hurt almost every game. Yeah. He has to come off or he can't do it the full 40, 50 Well, he minutes. got his teeth knocked out against Leicester. Right. And, but he came back in for against uh, Empoli. But then, well, man, when Petania, I, Petania, when Politano came on the pitch to sub again for Lozano, Politano right away brought a fire with him. He needs to get called up. To the national team. To the national team. I, I agree with you, but that's a conversation for another day. But yeah, so against Empoli, you know, we played well. We possessed well. We took a good amount of shots. The problem was that against Empoli, 
we got unlucky. Right. There was just one ball. Like, think about it. Anguisa. Anguisa returned. We were so happy to see that. He goes to clear a ball off of a corner kick, and it happens to hit to the back of Cutrone's head and goes in for a goal. Like, come on. That stuff just doesn't happen. And right. when it does happen, it happens to freaking Napoli. Right. So, 61% possession. We had 30 shots to Empoli's 12. Like, come on. It's it's insane. Come on. Just unlucky. That's what that's what that is. But the one thing they do have up on on Milan is, you know, you said before you can't compare Europa. But they're still in the Europa Championship. Milan, on the other hand, gets knocked out of Champions League. They don't even qualify for Europa. Which is a blessing in disguise. Right, right. But you should the, be happy. I, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. But that just goes to show how much inexperience Milan has to be playing against guys like Liverpool, Atletico. Liverpool outclassed them. That first game, the, the first game was just hands down. Right. But again, this was Milan's first Champions League in like, what, 10 years? Something along those lines. They hadn't qualified for a long time. Long time. So it's understandable. The Milan team is still pretty young, yeah. minus you know the few older strikers right, they right. brought in. But the team is at the core; it's, it's young. young. They need that experience. They gotta learn. And the fact that they were able to hang around with Atletico, Liverpool, that's that's a good sign of promise for the future. Right. But again, if you look at Milan, okay, their last win in Serie A was on October thirty first against Roma. They didn't win a single Serie A game for the entire month of November. All right. Before we hit December, they went a full month without winning a game. They ended up tying Inter. They lost to Fiorentina. Yep. They lost to Juventus's payroll team, Sassuolo. Yep. All right. Then on December 1st, they beat Genoa. Right. Which everybody should beat Genoa. They just look like crap this year. So Milan is struggling too. We right. don't talk about it as much. It's being masked because they are in second place and they were competing in the Champions League and everything else. The team is struggling. They are. Which is going to lead to a very, very interesting matchup. And also, let's not forget, they just tied Udinese last week. Luckily, they tied Udinese. Right. Otherwise, they would have lost one nothing. Something's off there. Well, I mean, I mean they're, they're, they got a lot. I got a lot of injuries to those core players that, that are usually out there. But something else is going on in AC Milan. They're in second right now. They should count their blessings. Right. Because the recent run of form that they've had should not allow them to stay in second. The month of November, I I blame it on major injuries to the goalkeepers. I mean, we had uh, Tataruga over there, translated turtle in English, playing goalie. Tatarusano, you mean? Yes. That's my nickname. I forgot what I called him that one other other day. I mean... uh, Shots that, you know. But you knew this was going to be an issue when Donnarumma left. Right. And Mainyan got hurt. Magic Mike, okay. But Mike is back now. Mike was back for a part of November. He came, no, he came back. uh... No, Magic Mike was back in November. I'm pretty sure Magic Mike came back a few weeks ago. What was it, against the Salernitana game? Am I wrong? Am I right? Yeah, he was back for Salernitana. Yeah, he was back in for Genoa. I think that's what his first game back. He was there for the Sassuolo loss, too. Magnan's been back for a while, Ant. Has he? He has. I just don't remember if he was in for the Fiorentina game. The Fiorentina game, I feel like he wasn't back yet. Yeah, no, the Fiorentina game was still Tata Rusano. Yes. How do you see 
this game being played out? Where do you think are the key battles that need to be won by either team? For AC Milan, it's got to be in in their final third. They've got to be able to to stop Napoli's forwards. So you mean in Napoli's final third, they have to AC right, Milan's right, exactly. got to defend they, them out. Yeah. That's that's the only way. Deo Hernandez has got to be on his A game. Got to be able to make those runs up top to help out the midfield and, and strikers. Right, because you got Theo Hernandez going up against Lozano and Politano. Yes. Which I think he could take him out of the game. I'm not concerned about Theo. If, if he's on, if he's on point, you know, he could he could struggle and uh, those guys could just walk all over him. See, I'm trying to think where I see the key battle. And honestly, they're so banged up. I think this game is going to come down to the keepers. Obviously, it's going to be a possession game. Who's going to be able to keep possession the longest? Because we both know both teams like to possess. Right. However, I think Napoli's going to have the edge in possession, but the game's going to come down to the keepers because I think they're both going to have to make some incredible saves. And it's just about who's going to be in better form, Ospina or Magic Mike. That's where I see it being the difference. I think both teams are going to get their opportunities. The defenses are just too banged up right. for the attackers not to get them. Who's going to come out with the more saves? That's where the difference is going to be. You think so? I think so. Game's going to be won on uh, a free kick or a uh, incredible goal. No shot. From honestly, either team. Honestly, this is just my prediction, and I'm probably going to eat my words because I never speak well about Napoli. But I see us winning this game three to one. Uh, I don't. I don't know. And I'm also excited because Davide Massa is refing this game, and Massa. Whenever Napoli has played with Massa, we seem to do well. He's a referee that calls the game as it is. Okay, he doesn't. I've never seen him make a BS call whenever he's refing. Granted, I've only watched him when he plays when he refs Napoli, but he seems to be fair and to both sides. He'll make a call both ways. He doesn't let you know. Plays just continue because he feel like there wasn't enough there. This guy is by the book, all right? And the last time Napoli-Milan played each other under Massa was in 2014, and Napoli came out with a 2-1 to win. Well, this is my uh, thought process here. I think Milan wins 4-3. Ibra scores three goals. Mignon scores the fourth. What are you smoking tonight? <laughs> what are you smoking? No, honestly, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. I'm at nervous, to be honest with you. I really am. Nervous about what? I think Napoli can beat AC Milan. I really We do. know they can. And I think that's what's going to happen. I, I think so, too. So I I, I think it'll, it's going to be maybe 3-1, 3-2, like you said. I think this is the week that we finally see Milan's injuries catch up to them. Because every team that they've played up to point. So against Inter, they were still decently healthy. Right. Okay. But bit by bit, they've been losing pieces. Mm-hmm. And I think this is the week where we see them exposed of how they're going to be able to adapt to Napoli's play right. style. Because I, listen, Napoli's just quick. Napoli right. is quick with the ball. Even though with all the injuries, we have a system that no matter who comes out, we plug somebody in and they it seems to all click together. Unless Padania's playing up top. Then forget it. Right. If Padania's right. playing up top, you got all day to defend them out. Right. I mean, I think Tonali's out. I think uh, Tonali's playing. I thought he, he's still banged up. 
I mean, he's yeah, he does not play it one hundred percent. But he, he was practicing to, with the group. He's not he, on the he's not on the injury report to miss but the game. He, he barely played the last two games, so consider him out. If he can't play a full ninety. He's not going to be at full effective. No, but come on. I mean, Petania only plays 20 minutes, and he's when yeah. he does come in, he's effective. Because he's twice the size of most All right, what about Polidano, who only plays 30 minutes? Or Lozano, when he only plays 30 minutes? You can't look at it like that. If the guy's healthy enough to be a sub, like Rafael Leal. Listen, they're talking about Rafael Leal coming off the bench for you guys, even though he's always a starter. That guy, if he's going to play for 20 minutes, that means they know he can handle those 20 minutes. He's dangerous in those 20 minutes. You can't but, discount anybody that's available for the game. Diaz might be out. So He's Diaz hurt. being out hurts you guys. Diaz in the beginning of the season was a huge contributor right. for you guys. He was even scoring goals. Right. So they even gave him the captain armband a couple couple games. Yes, I believe they did. I forget what games it was. But Diaz, but here's the thing. I think Diaz might play. Are you sure that they have you read that he's going to be out? I know that he's been battling some nagging injury and it's questionable. Right. He's questionable, but he's going to end up playing. Diaz will be there. I'm telling you, the only ones that we're not going to see from AC Milan's side are Giroud, Rebic, and Kier. Kier, that's it. Those are the only three we're not going to see from AC Milan. The rest of them are good to go. Well, we'll see. I, I Honestly, I think... Uh... Milan's going to be walking away with the loss on this one. As as bad as it sounds coming from an AC Milan fan, but I got to look at the reality of it, right? They're pretty banged up. And even though Napoli's banged up, they're still dangerous up top. They are. Mertens has proven that he could hang around, okay? Padania can get a couple chances here and Don, there. Donald, Lozano, they're good. They, right. can, they can, they're, they're And Unas they're has dangerous. been a surprise. Unas has been a surprise right. the little time that he's been getting. So anything can happen. Listen. We're in agreement. My final prediction is three to one. Could also be two to one, but in favor of Napoli. And you're thinking four to three? Nah, I'm more like three, three, one, three, two, Napoli. Okay. Yeah. So we're both thinking the same way. So, all I, right. I, we should have made it more exciting for the for for the people listening. I should have took Milan. You take Napoli. We bet sushi on it. But we'll we'll do that in February. Hopefully, both teams will be healthy. By we'll then. be healthy, and then we can do you know a fair analysis. Everyone. Everyone's healthy, and then we'll do a, a sushi dinner bet. Fair? That's fair. We doing all-you-can-eat sushi, or are we uh, going to, like, uh, one of the top oh, sushi places? We'll go to Sushi Palace. All-we-can-eat. We'll just sit there for four hours and eat sushi rolls. All right, perfect. So, listen, guys. You've heard us talk enough about AC Milan and Napoli. If you got any thoughts or comments that you want us to share on Insta, Facebook, let us know. We'll definitely post polls, whatever, and make sure you tune in on Sunday at 2.45 p.m., Obviously, Eastern Time in the United States, we're looking at 9 o'clock at night over in Italy. Right. But make sure you tune in and watch probably one of the better matchups of this season. Yeah, it will be. And do us a favor. Leave a comment. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. We're always listening and looking for ideas to improve. So definitely reach out. All right. Have a good night. Take care. Or wherever you are. Take care and thank you for listening. See ya.